Welcome everyone and um, good morning, 15th of May. I hope it finds you well. Well, our feelings are so <clears throat> up and down, but the Lord is consistent. Uh, the Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. Lord, as we come to you today, oh, we recognise that we don't know what it'll hold. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so, yeah, right now in a moment of quiet, we hold our day out to you. We decide to set aside this moment to centre our minds and our hearts on you. Would you gather up our scattered senses and focus them on you? We bring you our sin, our many shortcomings. We thank you for the assurance of cleaning, of cleansing, of washing on the inside you give us through Christ's death on the cross. Be our rescuer. And we decide to bring a large measure of expectation to you now. We pray that you'd fill us up, that you'd be enough for us, that you'd be our portion. Psalm 17 today, a slightly longer psalm, a prayer of David. Hear me, Lord, my plea is just. Listen to my cry. Hear my prayer. It doesn't rise from deceitful lips. Let my vindication come from you. May your eyes see what is right. Though you probe my heart, though you examine me at night and test me, you will find that I've planned no evil. My mouth has not transgressed. Though people tried to bribe me, I've kept myself from the ways of the violent through what your lips have commanded. My steps have held to your paths. My feet have not stumbled. I call on you, my God, for you will answer me. Turn your ear to me and hear my prayer. Show me the wonders of your great love, you who save by your right hand those who take refuge in you from their foes. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings from the wicked who are out to destroy me, from my mortal enemies who surround me. They close up their callous hearts and their mouths speak with arrogance. They've tracked me down. They now surround me with eyes alert to throw me to the ground. They're like a lion hungry for prey, like a fierce lion crouching in cover. Rise up, Lord, confront them, bring them down. With your sword, rescue me from the wicked. By your hand, save me from such people, Lord, from those of this world whose reward is in this life. May what you've stored up for the wicked fill their bellies. May their children gorge themselves on it, and maybe there be leftovers for their little ones. As for me, I shall be vindicated and shall see your face. When I awake, I shall be satisfied with seeing your likeness. I don't know what your experience is of um, reading psalms like this, but I often feel, and I felt just now reading it through, that the psalm doesn't fit my own experience, at least not at the moment. Um, this is a psalm where David is uh, surrounded by vicious enemies who are looking to take his life from them like fierce lions waiting, prowling around. And frankly, I don't think that's my experience. And um, if we were to hear uh, a peer or a colleague say similar things to us, we might um, think they're going through a psychotic episode and imagining things. But for David, of course, it was real. He uh, was king at a time 
part of his reign when it was very fragile in his kingdom. And he had many people who wanted to take the throne from him, even in his own family. So there's no sense of hyperbole or exaggeration here. So what do we make, how do we make sense of psalms like this? What do we do with them when they don't seem to fit us? And of course, the answer is that they're not primarily about us. There are parts of these psalms which really resonate with our experience. And it may be that you are in a position where you need to be vindicated. You're being slandered by others. You have enemies doing that. And this psalm has relevance for you in this, in this way. But if not, we can remember that the Psalms, as with all of Scripture, find their fulfilment in the Lord Jesus Christ, this one penned by King David, who foreshadowed Jesus in so many ways. Of course, Jesus was the one who ultimately fulfilled Psalm 17. He was the one surrounded by enemies who literally took his life and who could literally um, plead for vindication from his own righteousness saying that he planned no evil, his mouth has not transgressed, the only man for whom that is fully true, the perfect man, the perfect God-man. And these phrases are wonderful. In the middle of the psalm, keep me as the apple of your eye, that old phrase, um, your special one. Hide me in the shadow of your wings, this picture of a, a chick under the shadow of his or her mother's wing. That actually in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are the apple of God's eye. That actually in the Lord Jesus Christ, we are safely under the shadow of God, the eternal God, the Almighty One's wings. And ultimately, nothing can harm us. I wonder if you find yourself anxious or fidgety or feeling stuck or finding lockdown just so pernicious and so persisting you wish it could end. wonder what you're struggling with today. Why not pray Psalm 17 verse 18, verse 8, sorry. Keep me in the Lord Jesus Christ as the apple of your eye, your special one. Hide me in the shadow of your wings in the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep me safe today. Shelter me today. As for me, I shall be vindicated in the Lord Jesus Christ. I shall see your face. And when I awake, I shall be satisfied with seeing your likeness. Well, I hope that's your experience this morning, waking up and seeing the Lord's likeness in his scriptures again, in Psalm 17. I've got another prayer from uh, Church of the City, New York. This is a liturgy for those who are concerned for loved ones, and I guess that's many of us. Let's pray. O High Priest, who can sympathise with our weaknesses, who had flesh and blood community of your own, you point our eyes to the lilies of the field and birds of the air and remind us of your detailed care. Are, the, are not our loved ones more valuable than they? How marvellous that you have given us others to love. But Lord, with this great love comes sorrow upon sorrow as we confront each other's mortality and bodies broken since the exit from Eden. Remind us, Lord Jesus, that for those who know you, no sickness ends in death. You always live to intercede for us, so increase our faith to believe you. Do the same for our people when we cannot. Multiply our hours and energy to serve our families with an attitude of humility and selflessness. And help us to love from a place without fear. 
For we know there is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. There is no fear in love. We ache for those far away whom we cannot embrace the way we want to. We grieve for those we love who live alone, whose tears we cannot dry with our sleeves. We lament for those prone to sickness, whom we ask that you anoint with your healing touch. O God of mercy, we mourn for those precious ones who do not know you yet, in front of whom we will continually exalt your praises and serve and love ever deeper. We rejoice in the knowledge that one day, when sickness and sorrow subside, we will love and know each other as we are fully loved and known. Until then, gracious God, help us to care for our loved ones, wholeheartedly and freely, trusting that the one who counts the sparrows will hold them fast. Amen. So we close with the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Love and prayers as ever from Bailey House. Love to all. Bye now.